This is the Kamloops Insider with Parker Bennett. Welcome to episode 28 of the Kamloops Real Estate Insider Podcast. We've got the whole panel of podcasters in attendance. And if you're listening, prepare to be astounded by some really intense statistics that will show you precisely what is going on in the real estate market in Kamloops at the present moment that we are residing in. Welcome, panel. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Parker. So we're like, we belong to like Royal LePage, all three of us do. Yeah. Which is the biggest brand in Canada, so they say. Yes. They've told us that Royal LePage, just being associated with Royal LePage, will bring you great good fortune and marketing enjoyment. Yes. How do you feel about that? Awesome. Very proud, I guess. Uh, yeah, I like being with a great company. I was hoping you guys were going to get a little more controversial than that. Oh. Well. No, you're the controversial one, so go for it. Tell us what you think, Parker. I just don't think it matters which brokerage you belong to. It matters who you are as a person, as a realtor. Yeah, I don't think the brokerage protects you or saves you or adds value in your marketing in any way, shape, or form. Maybe the public perceives it that way. But then why does our company have the most realtors in Canada? Well, that's like, why does McDonald's have the most restaurants? Because they have a good business. It's got nothing to do with Well, like, you just said it. So Royal Page has a good business. But what's their business? Having good realtors. No, their business is selling <laughs> realtors, like selling the idea of, of marketing to realtors. Right? Like they, don't, they don't make money from the public. They make money from us. Yes. But we get to choose where we want to go. We do. That's why they're telling us why it's so good why to be with Royal LePage. Anyways. It's all about following. Royal LePage, <laughs> if Royal LePage corporate listens to this podcast, they might boot me out. <laughs> um, October 2nd, we're, we're not deep into fall by any means, but I had a full whiteout at my house this morning. Ooh. Full whiteout. You guys are down lowlanders, but I'm highlander. I'm yeah. happy to be down here. The valley is just <laughs> fine by me. My wife was sitting at the window this morning, just like mourning the idea that <laughs> summer's not coming back. Um, and I, rush hour. If you live east in Kamloops, like I don't know what other areas are like, but since I want to say about August of this year, yeah. it has been a definite thing that if you're driving to work or school or whatever at... 8 o'clock in the morning to about 9 o'clock in the morning, or vice versa, 4 to 6. There is a rush hour flow of traffic on the Trans-Canada Highway heading east. There is. In and out. Yeah. 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 I never had to leave my house before 8 o'clock. And now if I don't, I'm late. Right. I hope they resolve that. I have noticed that there is people out there with little checkboards. The traffic controller guys, yeah. Making notes at the lights. And I would like to present an idea to council that they could improve the flow of traffic by improving the smartness of the lights. I totally agree. Like when you pull up to a light and there's one car waiting to turn left and there's just a crash of traffic, pandemonium, gridlock going the other way, and you have to wait for like six minutes for the flow to like the one car can go by. Mm -hmm. That's insane. There should be like a, a, a more There should smarter be a green wave, which there's not. Right. The, the lights are triggered by the car that is waiting to cross the... But not what's coming. Yeah. 
But then you have, but if you have a green wave, there's no stopping. We have this in Argentina. You should see it. You could see the things turning green. Green wave. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention that green wave. Have you never heard about the green wave? Well, I don't even need to know what it stands for. I already know what it means. Basically, they're timed. So the minute a car is starts in a green, the next green is yeah. turning on for you. You're not stopping. You're going straight. Right. Does that now? Does that mean like all telephone communication dies for a little while, so that there's not like one dude texting, <laughs> holding up I traffic? Guess, I guess so. <laughs> but we we also have an issue with the train, right? So when the train comes by, all the lights go red, and and no, there's no flow of traffic for a little while oh, until that train has like had a moment of like execution across the track. So like. I, I assume it's for emergency purposes. If a car was stuck on the tracks, that there's just a lot of ways to get off the tracks. But I think it's excessive. Yeah, I thought that the lights were just not calculated properly. I didn't know it was made on purpose. Sometimes I'm waiting there to get, and all the lights are red, and yeah. I'm wondering who programmed this. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that we're having a, a, a bit more of an issue because of the construction on Valley View Drive? Yeah, maybe. Sure. I use Valley View Drive. It's a lot faster than going on a highway now. Right. These yeah. days, I just... But how many people don't know that and say, no way I'm doing construction? They get on the highway and then <laughs> more traffic on that highway. I still don't think it matters because the traffic is backed up at Grand Boulevard, like long before Valley View Drive is a factor. Mm. Yeah. Right? Anyways. Um, there's definitely not a green wave in real estate right now. <laughs> it's more like an amber, amber flashing yeah. amber wave. <laughs> So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about some stats. Uh, we're going to talk about subdivision breakdowns and what's really going on kind of for the whole year up to this point. Um, Philip, maybe why don't you start off by telling us like what, what's the, the, the loudest gross news that you have to tell us? Okay, well, a couple things. Let's just start off um, residential sales by category of, of uh, dollar amount. So the highest amount of sales was in the 300000 to 500,000. They both had um, 49 sales this last month. So that's pretty good. That's um, average. I, I would an average, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. yeah. But we had uh, we had three sales over a million dollars, right? Vancouver would be like, huh, what? Three sales, Whoa. They'd, they'd have like three under a million. Yeah, yep. yeah exactly. Um, a, as far as the, uh, let's look at the number of units sold um, year to date, we are down 22%. No, the number of units sold. Um, but in the value of those units, we're only down 11%, right? So this time last year, we were 22% more units per, units sold. 22 unit, more units sold. Um, 22%. 22%, yeah, yeah, higher. And 11% higher in our, in our dollar amount. That's significant. Yeah, it is significant. Uh, and uh, this, this month, we have a thousand, or up to date, we have a thousand less... Um, new listings. Okay. That's, that's just been, that's been the trend. Yeah. Just less listings. Less, less inventory, less, less. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So 22% down. Now the median house price is still climbing, which kind of contradicts. Yeah. Our some. median house price is strong. It's 484.9. Yeah. That's crazy. Right. And last month, we, what were we? 462. Was it 462? Yeah. 462. Yeah. 463. Yeah. 463 somewhere there. So, yeah. Yeah. It was just a couple days ago we did that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, it was last month. So do you remember that we had this, like, early in the year, we predicted what the median house price would be a year end, and all three of us made a statement? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
Do you remember your number? <laughs> no. <laughs> can we? Does anybody know out there what number that podcast was? And well, can you tell us what it was? Yeah, I'm just going to look it up. And we're going to hold you accountable for your prediction. All right, fine. Because we're getting near the end of the year. We only got a couple months to go before we... I think I won there, but we'll see. It's fine. <laughs> I think I won. How do you guys even think you win? You, like, you didn't even know what your price is. I, I remember I was probably the most conservative. And I think even though the number's high right now, I think you're going to see in the next couple months that number is going to shrink a little bit. Yeah. Shrink down. Okay, let's do another prediction. Uh, okay. Okay. Number of uh, what? Units sold for next month. Number of this units month. sold for next month compared to this month? This month. Okay, so this, this right now, up to date, 250. Okay, so in September, there was 250 units sold. Yeah. In 2017, 338 units sold in the same month. Yeah. And in October 2017, so this month last year, there was 208 sales. How many sales are we going to have in October 2018? I say 184. That's my number. I'm writing it down. Okay, write it down. Yeah. 184. Okay. 184. That's Philly's prediction. Yeah. Allie? 170. 170. This is one of those things where you can go over and under. It's not like you can't go over. It has to be under. <laughs> this is not like the price is right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're out. Okay. I'm going to make a more realistic I'm an assumption, and I'm going to say 194, because that's going to be the number. <laughs> Listen to him, hey, Allie? I'm going to have 94 of them, so. <laughs> All you guys. I'm going to have 100 of them, so maybe yeah, okay. Okay, so that's the prediction. <laughs> let's look at let's look at stats, um, subdivision by subdivision. Okay. Um. So, in September. With the shrouded numbers that we have, 22% uh, overall reduction in units sold for the year, um, things that surprise me when I look on this is that Juniper Heights, realistically, in years of past, has been a pretty hot market. And the average days on the market for houses that were sold in Juniper was um, 96 days on the market. Sheesh. Which is crazy. And it I think is. the overall days on the market right now for the year is 55. Last year, it was 44. I don't think that stat shows no, up on there, but yeah. I, did, I, did, I did listen to that. Um, if you look back to Juniper Heights just a month ago, the average days on the market kind of skewed. Nope, it's 48 days. And Juniper's pretty much had a pretty consistent like 41, 44, 45, 46, 48 days in the market. It's just now that September's rolled in, it's, it's even getting a little, little nastier. Um, Sun Rivers, average days in the market for a Sun Rivers home uh, in September was 109 days in the market. And going back just one month, it was 38 days. Wow, what a change. And if you look at the earlier part of the year... Um, Sun Rivers was operating at about 51 days. So it's pretty much doubled. Mm -hmm. And the sort yeah. of trend is that all the days on the market are doubling from what they mm -hmm. typically were running for most of the year. Yeah. Um, no sales in Dallas, September, no units sold. Mm. Maybe some penders, but nothing, nothing firm. Uh, Brocklehurst, which is a pretty dominant market uh, where most of our sales come from. Uh, 28 days on the market for September, which is 
looking at this, one of the better ones, Sahali 29 days on the market, Westside 29 days on the market, um, Aberdeen slips to 57 days on the market, um, and Barnhartville 91 days on the market. So days on the market, the, the overall trend is that it's taking a lot longer to sell, maybe double. And I think that number is going to stay the same for the rest of the year. Like, yeah. I, I believe that things are just going to be a little cooler and a little slower to move. Yeah. Um, median house prices in subdivision as per the month, which is, and I want to stress, this is this number doesn't mean a whole lot because if there's a, a limited amount of sales, the median house price just basically picks the, the, the sale price in the very middle of the, of the houses that have sold. So... West side, West Mount is 435,000. These are single family dwellings only. Um, North Kamloops, 350,000. Um, Dufferin, 476,000. Uh, Aberdeen, 528,000. Bachelor Heights, 594,000. Pretty typical numbers. Like I don't see any numbers there that really jump out at me. Sun Rivers, six hundred fifty-five thousand. Uh, just takes a long time to sell. Ah, here's an interesting number I didn't notice before. South Kamloops average days in the market one hundred nineteen days. And there was five sales in September. Median house price South Kamloops is five hundred forty thousand bucks. Hmm. So, the trend is that the median house price is not really moving a whole lot but the, the products are sitting longer on the market, mm -hmm, right. right? Yeah. Um, we didn't do any statistical information on us as to what the percentage of the sale price was to listing price, but I bet you that is probably slipping tiny, minute, minute amounts. Yeah. Um, and I, I would say that now that fall is a full swing and it doesn't look like we're having a great start to fall weather-wise, that we'll probably see median house prices slender up a little bit I don't feel like we're going to have a crash in the Kamloops market. It just can't physically happen. We are one of the best markets around yeah. for affordability and, and what our city has to offer. I agree. Um, but did you hear in our meeting this morning what was being said from Kelowna Realtors? Yeah. It's coming. They said that the tsunami has not hit us yet. Right. Right? Hmm. How do you feel about that, Ali? Kamloops like I said in I don't know what number podcast was, has a lot of industries. Kelowna has, is very strong in tourism. Kamloops has a lot of industries to keep it more stable than yeah. other places. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. Yeah, and there's a lot of money in Kelowna that is not a primary residence. Yeah. Right? So, so when the market toughens up in Vancouver and Toronto and Alberta yeah. and New Oil Patch, it's the secondary homes that get slendered out. And I think that, that that hurts their market a little bit. But nobody's vacationing. Like, it's not a second home. It's realistically, like, that's not a big factor. This is a primary residence municipality that we yep. live in. Mm -hmm. And I think yeah. that with areas like our rental market is super, 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 super strong. So does that, that doesn't hurt the sales because now, you know, investors are still buying single-family dwellings yeah. or basement suites or condos and townhouses because they can still rent them out as a premium. That number's not changing. TRU's not hurting. There's no number changes there. Um, it's just it's just harder to get a mortgage. Yeah. It's just tougher to get a mortgage today than it did was this time last year. 
And there was some discussion about how when the mortgage changes came into effect, which affected us, and the, the deadline was what, April? April of this year? I think it was April 1st. Don't quote me on the first, but it was definitely April. Okay. Was when the mortgage rules changes came into yeah. effect. So what yeah. happened was is that everybody was still purchasing with old mortgage approvals. Approvals, yeah. Right up until July, June, maybe even a bit of August. And now that is done, right? So now everybody's mm-hmm. everybody on the same path. Everybody needs to have them. Yeah. So that's going to hurt a little bit for sure. Yeah. Um. I don't know. What's what's your thoughts for the, the fall? What do you think is going to happen? We might have a little bit more free time, which is okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's free time because you're still explaining to people why their house isn't selling. It yeah. still takes lots of time. Um, <laughs> we can do more marketing yeah. um, for that. Uh, but let's stay positive. Kamloops is a great place to live. I believe that people will see that. And uh, I'm going to add to that Kelowna situation. When I lived in Fort Mac, and this was a, a situation that we were looking into, all my husband's family is here, there's no fly-in, fly-out to Kamloops. All the fly-in, fly-out is to Kelowna, and that's why everybody buys there. Right. So that's why Kamloops, it's not a bad thing. Right. Because that kind of keeps us a little bit more stable. We don't stable. get hurt by those, yes, those problems. Yes, right? exactly. I, I, I believe Kamloops is going to stay stable. Do you ever think that Fort Mac will have another boom? I think it's, no, not. I don't think so either. Not a big boom. No, it's going to kind of go to normal. Yeah. I think it's now going to disappear. It's just going to go to normal. And that's my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Quotation marks. Yes. (laughs) So have you guys ever heard my analogy of the uh, passive, aggressive marketing approach to real estate? I know I've mentioned it a few times. I heard it? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I think this is like one of those times where it, it's super, super notable that no longer does the passive realtor have an opportunity in this market if they don't change their approach, right? Yeah. Like in an aggressive market, you can be a passive realtor and sell product. Yeah. But in a... In, in a passive market, which is now kind of feeling like what we're in, you have to be an aggressive realtor in the sense that you need to, your product that you're listing needs to be driven to a place where a passive person lives because that passive buyer is not shopping in the same capacity. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So you got you to flick that switch. Should have been flicked the whole time, but now you got to really reevaluate mm-hmm. how you're going to sell you know, a property that would typically take 91 days, how are you going to sell it in 35 days? Because that is what your seller is expecting. That's what the expectation is. Yeah, based on what they've seen. Yeah. Based on what they've heard. Right. Yeah, and like socially, people are slow to catch up to the news, right? Like you may still hear of a multiple offer somewhere and and still Mm -hmm. feel that the market is really outrageous, right? Yeah. I was in a listing... Uh, presentation 40, 45 days ago. And it was the, the, the lady that owned the house, the seller was telling me how great the market was and how amazing this opportunity was for me to have, to, to list her home. And it was going to sell in a day. Mm-hmm. That house is still for sale. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I didn't really get too excited about the price that she had chosen 
for the market to pay for her property. Mm-hmm. And it's been reduced three times now. It'll probably need a fourth, maybe even a fifth reduction before I think it's going to be close to where it needs to sell at. But mm-hmm. even 40 days ago, I knew the market was switching gears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like the public needs to hear it on global news before they believe it. Yeah. So, so it takes two months, three months before that kind of catches up, right? So if you're not listening to the podcast, you're just outdated. It's not getting the news you need. You can wait for uh, CBC to tell you yes. this. Yeah. But I think what will be really good in the upcoming, the rest of the fall and the winter and the spring is rental properties are still going to be like the commodity that everybody's after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you got a property that is near TRU, near transportation, you know, those condos and those kind of older townhouse complexes that, that provide really good debt servicing for what the market will bear in a, in a monthly revenue situation, that's still a really good product. Yep. Really good product. So are you astounded? <laughs> there are some astounding facts in there, Parker, yes. Yeah, it's pretty astounding. I, well, no, Philippa, I stole this off your desk. Yes, I know you did. But I got this, <laughs> you got this. Um, I'm disappointed I didn't get one. <laughs> this realtor didn't like me, but this is a, a realtor from, from the Atlantic. I think it's Halifax, Nova Scotia. She's just generalized Nova Scotia. She practices in the whole province. Right, yeah. Anyway, she's offering a referral. So listen, if you refer this realtor, you will include in your much appreciated thank you letter that she's going to give you 10 to 14 servings of pre-sliced packaged fresh salmon, <laughs> smoked salmon, smoked Atlantic salmon, that's going to come right to your door. World famous seafood. So that's, get on referring that girl. I don't think she meant to send these to BC residents. Like we have Pacific salmon. Yeah. That Let's would, phone her and ask her if she knows maybe, that. Maybe she didn't know that. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. She right. didn't know we had salmon Let's here. call her. I think if we refer her, we want to exchange this for lobster. Yes, I agree. That would have been the winning yeah. ticket. Yeah. But the smoked salmon, that's a good idea. I like how these girls roll. There's three of them. They call themselves the Golden Realty Group huh. and their Royal Page. Anyways, if you're, in the, <laughs> if you're in the Nova Scotia area, not to pick on a city in particular, but check out the Golden Realty Group for their awesome marketing strategy of giving you smoked Atlantic salmon. What are we going to give? We got to find something. To them? I don't know. Like Pacific we should, salmon. Maybe hey. we should offer like uh, Dungeness crab or something. Hmm. What's really unique that we have? We can't do salmon. Salmon's just been done. Like I mean, the whole country's doing she salmon did now. It. There's good breweries here, and that's what we do already. Microbreweries? Yeah. Mm. Sending out beers? Yeah. I could do that. Creek wine? Mm. We could do that. Yeah. How about filleted elk? elk sure, we'll jerky. send... Yeah. I'll send Parker to get it. I'm doing elk jerky <laughs> this weekend. So Are you really? Oh, yeah. Pretty Ooh. excited. We want a sample. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bring in samples, but this is, this is what my coach, my cooking coach told me. I'm going to attempt to smoke elk meat in a 24-hour brine. It's kind, of a, it's kind of a salty, spicy, mild... Um, Brian, that it's going to go into. Spicy, mild? Spicy, mild. It's like a mild spicy. Mild spicy. So it's spicy. got a spice, okay. it's got a zip okay. to it, but it's very mild. It's I, not like, like a, I like mild okay. spicy. 
Right. Okay. And I was trying to figure out what the advantages or disadvantages of smoking over using a dehydrator to make meat jerky. Yeah. And it is hardly anything. Like if you're smoking it and it's undercooked, you'll just die. And if it's oh gosh, if it's overcooked, it just tastes bad. Can I try the dehydrated one, please? The dehydrated <laughs> one is a safer option. Okay. Maybe Anyways, we don't want to sample. Maybe we don't want to send out elk. <laughs> I'm going to, to the store to buy it. No, I want to sample <laughs> after you sample it. <laughs> I'll sample it for sure. And we'll wait 24 hours <laughs> and see what you happens. taste it first. <laughs> okay, so before we go, let's just reiterate our predictions so that it's really easy to find when we have to go back to these podcasts. Ali, you have predicted 170 sales in the month of October. Yes. That's grim. That's grim. You want me to change it? That's another No, That's no changing allowed. Is that tw- another 22% reduction? <laughs> it, it's like more like 21 or 20. <laughs> I kind of added a few more there okay, to stay good. positive. Stay positive. <laughs> uh, Philly, you went 184 sales, which is mildly better. Yeah. I took a strong stance here that we were going to be a little closer to what we did last year in October. And I'm going to say 194 sales. Okay. Mark my words. All right. What's the price? What's the price for the winner? Elk jerky. What is the price? <laughs> After Parker tastes it first. No, I think we should Monty have... Monty Creek wine. What's I think we should have something And chocolate. Wine. Okay. Lunch. Chocolate, please. No, chocolate, no. What? Wine. Maybe a charcuterie platter. I love those things. Nice. I love to say it too. Right. And I, I forgot to mention this, but I was thinking this this morning. We, we do need to have a lunch for the celebration of the sale of our property that sold on, in North Gallops. Yes. That we all oh. worked so hard to clean up. All yes. the garbage and all the cutting of the grass and the, all those antiquing. things. Antiquing. Yes. Antiquing. <laughs> yeah. So I want to, uh, I think we should have a celebration of that. Sounds good. Okay. I like celebrations. Right, let's plan that. We'll do a podcast in celebration. From the restaurant. At the end From of October. We and we'll celebrate uh, the 194 sales that happened in October. All right. <laughs> yes. All right. That's your news. That's your stats. Real estate. Real news. Real Kamloops real estate news. <laughs> listen, listen to it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye.